Ludus Novus, Episode 9, for March 3rd, 2008. Extra Life. I drove seven hours all day to see you. The least that you could do is be at home. I went outside the front door. I guess that I surprised us both when you get home. You're not alone the way I thought you'd be. You introduced a friend. On some sunny day, you're gonna fall for me the way I fell for you. That's when I'm gonna make you cry. Hey everybody, it sure has been a while, hasn't it? I'm Gregory Weir, and well, uh, if you're wondering where I've been, I've been finishing up my thesis and graduating, and I've gotten a job uh, working for realestate.com where I'm making pretty website layouts and CSS and working with ASP.net. I'm currently doing some game work on the side, so we'll see how that turns out. But I thought that I'd put together a podcast, and I'd like to be doing them more regularly, but we'll see how that turns out. Good intentions and all. Uh, this episode is not going to be about the uh, four games that I said it would be about back in the middle of last year. I still intend to put that one together. But for now, I'm going to be talking about four other games. These are all games that are little independent video games that you can play in between 5 and 45 minutes, I'd say. I average about 10 minutes each. And the thing they all have in common is that in each of them, Death is an integral part of the game experience. It is expected and incorporated into the game in a way more than just a failure condition. In most games, you're trying to avoid death. And in each of these games, death is something that you are either actively seeking or realize is inevitable. So these four games, and uh, these, these I'm going to be discussing spoilers for them, of course. These games are Passage... Psychosomnium, Seven Minutes, and Kuroshi. They've all come out in this year, and they're all very interesting, in my opinion, uh, to, to differing degrees of artisticness, but they each present some, some very interesting questions and experiences, and I think that you can tell by playing them that they've each inspired each other just a bit, as is often the case in the incestuous world of independent game development. So I'm going to real quick go over each of them. Passage is a game that you may have heard of. It was developed by Jason Rohr, and it's a game where you live out a life. It's very abstract, uh, very stylized pixel art, but it basically consists of walking to the right until you die. You are in a very narrow field of view. It was done for the Gamma 256 competition, which was intended for very, very low-res games. And you, you walk towards the right. Uh, you have the choice of joining up with a companion. You have the choice of going after treasure boxes with unspecified things inside of them. But eventually, you go to the right long enough. Time passes. You grow gray. People die, and then you die and leave behind a tombstone. And there's a 
slight scorekeeping quality to it, but it really is a question of uh, about mortality and about what makes life worth living. Um, it's said to have brought some people to tears. Psychosomnium, on the other hand, is not what you'd call a tearjerker, and it, it's it's less directly an art game as Passage. Uh, it's done by Cactus, who does a game approximately every 25 seconds, and uh, it takes the basic premise of you're in a dream, this is a dream world for you, and kills off the main character, the dreamer, in maybe the first minute. You're called to jump across a gap, and you don't, and you die. And then you are presented with another player character who's who is in the scene to, to control. And you, that character dies, and then another character takes over, and that character passes on to another one, and that character is shot by another character who eventually dies. It's a game where you're, you transfer through char- between characters usually by death. Only one of your PCs doesn't die by the end of it. Seven Minutes is a game that retells the Eden story uh, in an interesting way. You're in a room, you're presented with a thing that a godlike voice tells you not to touch. When you do, he says, you will die in seven minutes. There's no escape, don't bother to try. If you try to escape, you go through a bunch of decently difficult and puzzly platforming levels until you finally either reach the end or run out of time and die, Um, at which point it's revealed that what you should have done is stayed in the room. If instead you touch the thing and then stay in the room for seven minutes doing nothing except maybe eating a sandwich as you wait or chatting on AOL Instant Messenger, you are presented with the the benefit of becoming a god, a weird three-eyed kind of grumpy god. Uh, It was put together by a team evidently called Vertanen. The final game is Kuroshi, which is a game by Jesse Venbro. I hope I'm pronouncing that name right. And in Kuroshi, you are trying to kill yourself again and again and again. And in each level, you have to figure out how to kill yourself, which usually consists of impaling yourself upon spikes or, or something of the sort. And it's, it's a game that is, is, out of the four, most directly a game. It doesn't really have a narrative. Um, it's very puzzly. There's a boss at the end. And it's, it's a very traditional-style video game. So after the break, I'm going to discuss each of these, and we'll see if we can come up with something interesting about them. Ten bucks to buy you flowers You say they're pretty And you put them in a vase And say goodnight Not quite what I had hoped for Me, I've got nothing left but time To try again And it's alright Because I know you care You just don't care for me On some sunny day You're gonna fall for me The way I fell for you That's when I'm gonna make you cry The love I hate, the hate I need The pain that pulls me through I can't wait to watch you bleed Your heart's broken too So in each of these games, death 
is presented as something that is an integral part of the game experience. In Passage, it is the inevitable end. Uh, in Psychosomnium, it's something that you do repeatedly throughout the game in order to progress. Uh, seven minutes, you know that your death is coming, just like in Passage, and the question is how you are going to approach it. And in Kiroshi, your goal in and of itself is death. Each of these games presents a view of life that encourages, I don't want to say reincarnation, but Passage is a game which you really have to play at least twice to get the nuances. Your, your, two, your major choice in the game is whether to join with a, a woman in your journey through life, your passage through life. If you do, you have to deal with loss. You aren't as nimble. You don't have as many options in life. Um, but if you don't, you're alone the whole time. It's one of those, what what makes life worth living? Is it having someone to be with, even though you're going to lose them? Are the, the treasures that you get in life really more valuable than having a companion? There's analysis that's been done elsewhere of this game. It's probably been overanalyzed at this point. Psychosomnium, you are living multiple lives, uh, and, and you're kind of experiencing each character's reaction to the death of the previous one before you control them. Seven minutes, you really have to play twice to get both endings. I think most people like me will try to try to escape their fate. They're told that they will die in seven minutes, that there's no escape, but they'll try to escape like I did and be presented with the fact that even if you get to the end and you have time left in the seven minutes, you still die. And then only by playing it through the other time do you get the dubious honor of becoming a god. Because you have played through the, the seven minutes trying to escape, you get a feeling for the old god, the idea that he's not a very nice person, he's pretty ineffectual, I mean he enacts your death at the end, but he d isn't able to stop you from escaping to a featureless void where you die. And Kuroshi is a game where of course you're dying over and over and over again, and each life that you play is in a different level. And it, at one point it pulls the psychosomnium trick of transferring you into the body of a person that's present when you die. You eventually end up the game playing as the boss trying to die. So each of these games ties into one of the the basic experiences of, of video games and of interactive entertainment, which is that interactive entertainment is a medium that depends on the interpretation of a, a player much more so than a book. When you read a book, each person is pretty much experiencing the book the same way. They're being presented with the same content from the author. But a person who plays interactive entertainment is cut off from some of the content by the very nature of the game. You're deciding the path that you take through this content. And so some people are going to die a certain way in Karoshi, some people are going to die a different way. And this idea of death and rebirth and death and replaying is is something that's integral to video games, and I think it's something that's explored in each of these in a different way. Passage, the idea that that the the choices you take in video games are not always the choices you should take in life. It's not always about a high score. Likewise, uh, Psychosomnium goes through the experience of several player characters with increasing difficulty to to the player. And in fact, there's there's one point in Psychosomnium where you have the option of going ahead with one character who can't pass, who, who will get killed later on, or 
killing yourself just by jumping onto some spikes, in which case you are presented with a different character that can get past the obstacles ahead without dying. And so it's it's a choice of do I go on living or do I die and give away for someone else? And it's it's an interesting it's an interesting method of agency for for a player because usually choosing death is not a way to gain agency to gain the ability to change the world in a game but in this case it is I I think it's very interesting that there are these four games that came have come out within four months of each other that are all these indie side scrolling games that present very interesting views on death and dying. If you've got thoughts on how these games explore death, or how other games explore death, or really anything at all, feel free to leave a comment. In fact, I request that you do leave a comment, please, at ludusnovus.net. I'm not quite sure when I'll be back again. Last time I said hopefully next week, and it was, oh, you know, five months. Well, six months. It was a lot of months. Wow. Anyway, I'll be back sometime in the future. Ludus Novus is produced under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial 3.0 license. Our music this episode was Make You Cry by Jonathan Colton. It's also available under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial, in this case, 2.5 license. See you around. That's to this morning My fingers crossed I wait for you to call I feel it getting closer I wait forever I know brick by brick I'm breaking down the wall And when we're side by side I'll build it up again On some sunny day You're gonna fall for me The way I fell That's when I'm gonna make you cry Gonna make you cry Gonna make you cry 